Yo, this is Axel Rose of Guns N' Roses. Hey, this is Carmen Electra. Hi, this is Daryl Strawberry. What up, though? This is Big Snoop Deal Double G. Hi, this is Don Stallion. Hey, yo, Hulk Hogan here. What's up? This is Beyonce. I got a great show lined up for y'all. Hey, yo, yo, yo. Let's get this party started. The Sports Beat. You know what? Let's keep it hot. The Sports Beat is off the chain, man. Ah, yeah. The Sports Beat. Download the podcast now. You're listening to The Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to the Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. Hope you had a great weekend on this Monday morning. We're here to talk about sports, including Tyson Fury, Deontay Wilder, major college basketball upsets, and the XFL Week 3. But first, let's start off with this fight. Tyson Fury defeats Deontay Wilder, technical knockout in the seventh round. Fury landed most of the punches. And he knocked down Wilder twice. This led to Tyson Fury now 30-0-1 and and Deontay Wilder's first loss in his boxing career. This is going to elevate the boxing world in the heavyweight division. And Tyson Fury could possibly take on Anthony Joshua or Deontay Wilder for the third time. College basketball upsets. As we saw Baylor taking on number three, Kansas, they go down. The number one team in the country goes down at home to the Kansas Jayhawks. Both teams are, to my, in my opinion, number one seeds. So it was an epic matchup in the Big 12. And regardless of who wins the Big 12, Baylor and Kansas will be number one seeds, in my opinion. Late Saturday night, we had number two, Gonzaga, lose to BYU in the West Coast Conference. Still, Gonzaga, with their second loss, will be a number one seed. And San Diego State loses their first game this year. They're now 26-1. They lost to the UNLV Running Rebels, fourth-ranked team in the country, San Diego State Aztecs. Still going to be a number one seed because I feel this is a strong team that's going to win out, and they're going to win the Mountain West Conference and be a number one seed. So right now, my number one seeds are still Baylor, Kansas, Gonzaga, and San Diego State. On Sunday, we had two other top ten teams lose. Number seven, Maryland, lost to Ohio State. And number nine, Penn State loses to Indiana. Two teams, both in the Big Ten. And regardless of their outcome, they're they're locks to get in the tournament, possibly a number two or number three seed. So with the outcomes in college basketball and the shakeup of the teams that lost, it really does not have an outcome that will shape in the tournament. You got teams that are going ready into conference tournament play. Teams like Indiana and Ohio State, bubble teams that are trying to improve their resume locally here in West Georgia. Auburn, the Auburn Tigers come back from 17 points to defeat the Tennessee Volunteers. They are in a three-way race in the SEC. Well, it looks like Kentucky is pulling away from the pack, but they're right there with LSU. They're ranked second in the SEC. So when we get ready for conference tournament play, they're looking to do well. Bruce Pearl has got the Tigers playing at a high level, and the energy just fed in, in the crowd there at Auburn as they came back and defeated the Vols. That game was actually televised on CBS. It was the noon game, and that that crowd just was electrifying. They were energetic, and Auburn has just been amazing to watch this year. They've had some setbacks, losing to Georgia, losing to Alabama, losing to Florida, but they have actually been on a tear and they're looking to make a return back to the Final Four this year as they made it last season. 
locally here in Georgia, the Georgia Bulldogs pulled off a buzzer beater win over the Vanderbilt Commodores, 80 to 78. They were down 78 to 77, and Vanderbilt's Scottie Pippen Jr. was at the line to shoot two free throws. He missed both. Georgia got the rebound, went all the way down to near half court and threw up a shot. Buzzer beater, they get the win. Now, Georgia, they just got to win out. They got to win out their SEC games and they got to make a run in the SEC tournament to even be considered as a bubble team. And, you know, this team, exciting as that was, Vanderbilt was the worst team in the SEC. And Georgia has the best player in the country. Anthony Edwards expected to be the number one pick in the NBA draft. So the Georgia Bulldogs and Tom Crean has is, is got this team. Sometimes they have no effort when they play. And they will travel to South Carolina this week. And then they will take on Arkansas. And then they will wrap up their SEC play the following week by taking on Florida and LSU. So right now at 14 and 13, the Georgia Bulldogs just got to continue to win out. Locally here in Georgia, Georgia Tech, the Yellow Jackets lost to the Syracuse Orangemen, 79-72. They're also one of those teams that's down at the bottom of the ACC that looks like they'll have to win the ACC tournament to actually get into the NCAA tournament. As far as the ACC goes, you got the Louisville Cardinal there at 14-3, followed by Duke and Florida State both at 13-3. Got a big game tonight in the ACC as the Louisville Cardinal will travel to Tallahassee to take on the Florida State Seminoles. Louisville is ranked 11th in the country, and Florida State is ranked 8th. So the winner of that game will just position themselves a lot better when it comes to ACC tournament play. There's really these top three teams in the ACC are interchangeable. They'll probably be getting number two and number three seeds, and they will try to make a run in the NCAA tournament. Locally here we had in the Sun Belt, Georgia Southern defeats UT Arlington 81-61, followed by Texas State defeating Georgia State 86-76. Georgia State is still second place in the Sun Belt behind Arkansas Little Rock and behind them is Georgia Southern in third place. So Georgia State and Georgia Southern doing very well for that conference. And then also the Mercer Bears out of Macon in the Southern Conference got a big road win as they defeated the Chattanooga Mocs 85 to 80. So good luck with them as well. One of the teams I'm disappointed with in college basketball is the North Carolina Tar Heels, currently 10-17. and 17. And even though they lost their star player, Cole Anthony, to injury, I mean, this team, coached by Roy Williams, has had some tough defeats. For a powerhouse like the North Carolina Tar Heels to be this down at the bottom is, is unacceptable. I mean, where's the recruits? Where's the energy? I know you lost your best player to injury most of the year, but still, you got to have that passion and come out every night to do your best. And it's unacceptable for the North Carolina Tar Heels. All right, we're going to talk NCAA Basketball Division II. The Columbus State Cougars basketball team had a road matchup against UNC Pembroke. They fell 82-76. They're currently 15-11 overall, 10-8 in the Peach Belt. And it's senior night this Wednesday night at the Lumpkin Center as they will close out their home schedule against Georgia Southwestern out of Americus. And so come out to the Lumpkin Center and support your Cougars. And then they will wrap up the season going up and taking on Joe Young Harris up in northern Georgia. 
And then Peach Belt Conference play will start in the beginning of March. Congratulations to the Lady Cougars basketball team as they got an impressive 57-48 victory over UNC Pembroke. They're currently 17-7 overall and 12-6 in Peach Belt play. And so the Lady Cougars will have senior night as well. Georgia Southwestern Wednesday. That's the 5 o'clock game at the Lumpkin Center. So come on out and support your Lady Cougars as they look to position themselves in Peach Belt Conference play as well. Congratulations to the Columbus State baseball team for having a three-game sweep over Flagler, 6-1, 11-2, and 2-1, a pitcher's duel on Sunday. They're currently 10-3 overall and 5-1 in Peach Belt play. They will be at home all week this week, as on Wednesday they will take on Montevello for a one-game series, and then they will take on Lander at the Burger King Field for a three-game series. So as they look to impress their record in Peach Belt play, the Columbus State baseball team is off to a great start. Locally here in Columbus, just want to give a shout out to the Columbus River Dragons as they went up to Danbury to take on the Hattricks and they split that series one to one. They got a three game series against those same Hattricks out of Danbury this weekend at the Civic Center starting on Friday. So listen to the games on 92.1 as Zach the Sports Maniac is the play-by-play announcer. Or if you can't listen to the game, just come on out to the Civic Center. I believe that there's going to have some, uh, I think Family and Faith Night is on the 28th. You know, try to get those tickets, you know, pretty affordable tickets and it's fun for the entire family. All right, XFL Week 3. Well, so far after three weeks, clearly the Houston Roughnecks are the best team in the XFL with their amazing quarterback, P.J. Walker. He had a great game. He led the Roughnecks to a 34-27 victory over the Tampa Bay Vipers. They are 3-0. In my opinion, the second best team in the XFL is the St. Louis Battlehawks, led by their quarterback, Jordan Tamu. They won against the New York Guardians 29-9. They are 2-1 on the season. They have the largest crowd in the XFL so far as football returns to St. Louis. They had over almost 30,000 fans in in that St. Louis and the World Dome there in St. Louis. The D.C. defenders uh, suffered their first loss of the season as that was the final game on the stretch. It it was televised uh, last night and Cardell Jones threw four interceptions. The D.C. defenders lost to the L.A. Wildcats and D.C. is now 2-1. L.A. picks up their first victory. Impressive uh, defensive performance by the Wildcats after firing their defensive coordinator, Pepper Johnson. So Winston Moss taking over at the helm there for the L.A. Wildcats. And uh, wrapping up NFL uh, XFL Week 3, Dallas Renegades defeat the Seattle Dragons 24-12. And the Renegades, led by Coach Bob Stoops, are 2-1, which they have a big marquee matchup next week, XFL Week 4, as they will take on the Houston Roughnecks. So who is going to come out in the XFL in their inaugural season? And is, is the XFL here to stay? Because this is a fun, exciting league. We, we had their, our first kickoff return last night. We have... One point, two point, and three point plays. There's, there's no extra points. They're trying new things out, and it's exciting to watch. All right, so the NFL collective bargaining agreement has been approved by the owners. It's just waiting on those players. So we got to see: Are we going to go to a 17 game schedule? Are we going to have two extra teams in the postseason? We shall see, and it's in the players' hands. 
One thing I want to talk about is is pretty cool moment in the NHL as the Carolina Hurricanes defeated the Toronto Maple Leafs 6-3. What was impressive is they brought out a backup goalie, a David Ayres, who came in and had eight saves. What's interesting about that was that his profession before the, the game was that he drove the Zamboni. So it was very interesting that they lost two, two of their goalies in that game. So pretty cool. You know, sometimes you, you hear about cool stories like that, and I'm, I'm happy to hear that. All right, NBA, we had controversy over the weekend. Congratulations to the Atlanta Hawks for defeating the Dallas Mavericks 111-107. to They're now 17-41, 2-0 so far in the second half, but it wasn't without controversy. The Atlanta Hawks had a two-point lead. Trey Young goes up for a layup, and the refs called goaltending. Well, they actually, the, the call stood, and so John Collins came down and got a bucket with a four-point lead, eight seconds left. What should have happened was the Dallas Mavericks are going to protest this game, and if they win, they'll go back to that point, and it'll be a jump ball with eight seconds left, and the Hawks will have a two-point lead. It could have been a very big swing in the game, but the Mavericks feel that they were cheated out of a goaltending call, and so they're going to protest that game. We had the Los Angeles Lakers defeating the Boston Celtics, 114-112. to And uh, impressively, the Milwaukee Bucks, right now 48-8. They have the best record in all of basketball. And they are doing it with just one superstar. Can the Milwaukee Bucks win the NBA title? That is the question. I think Giannis Antetokounmpo is one of the best players in the NBA. They have a lot of great role players. Chris Middleton. They have uh, Brooke Lopez. They have some great shooters. Eric Bledsoe, led by coach Mike Budenholzer, who used to coach the Hawks. Now he's coaching the Bucks. He's probably, he's got to be my candidate for coach of the year. If Giannis is the my pick for MVP, coach Budenholzer is for record for coach of the year. The Bucks are great at home. If they get to the NBA Finals and they take on, take on a team like the Los Angeles Lakers or the Los Angeles Clippers, they may have to rely on that home court to actually get the job done. On a somber note, today is actually the day for the Kobe Bryant Memorial with his his daughter Gianna, who were tragically killed in the helicopter crash almost a month ago. I I just remember where I was, and one of the most shocking things that ever happened in my life when it comes to sports sports stars. Uh, Kobe Bryant was one of the greatest players in all of basketball, and and the sports world is still shook up because of that. So the memorial is today at the Staples Center, and and it's really going to be, uh, you know, the tributes just pouring out for Kobe and, you know, the people honoring him. It's just it's so great that to see that because he was a pioneer for the NBA and, and doing every doing things outside of the NBA as well. It was so amazing to see. And so I'm, I'm glad that they're doing that today. All right, well, that is going to wrap up my time here on the Sports Beat with Richard Holders. I want to thank all my listeners who have listened to me faithfully since day one. Our audience is growing. We're now at 175 likes on my Facebook page. Make sure you subscribe to my podcast. Make sure you like my Facebook page. I will talk to you tomorrow. Hope everybody has a great Monday and enjoy the rest of your day. You've been listening to The Sports Beat with Richard Holdry. We invite you to download and subscribe. You can find us on Anchor, Spotify, Google Cast, 
Stitcher, iTunes, or wherever fine podcasts are found. Thanks for listening. Feel free to share with your friends and family. This has been The Sports Beat, with your host, Richard Holdry. Produced in Columbus, Georgia. Extra production provided by J.D. Matthews. All opinions stated herein are those of the host and do not represent the opinions of Anchor Podcasts. Copyright 2020, all rights reserved.